0: I mean, if it wasn't actually just happening to me right then, it would be... I mean, in a way, it's pretty funny.
1: Is it? (laughs) In a way, it is.
0: Just because I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, this is seriously what what is going on after all of this time. Like, it's one of those things where I'm like, my... Is this a practical joke? Are you joking? I mean, are it you does joking with me? seem like the setup for one. It does seem yeah. like the setup for one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I don't know what happened, but uh, all right. I'm leaving now. Uh, hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Still, And thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have a lot to talk about today. But first off, I want to say this. It is... May 4th, 2020, Cinco de Cuatro, in the middle of the apocalypse, as we uh, like to give you your update on where we're at with this, and that is what it is today. It is May 4th, 2020, and that is what's going on. So just giving you your, your quarantine apocalypse update on what the day is today it's a monday too by the way so there we go jesus i
1: I kept forgetting that yeah well i got i'm very excited because today i got um a pair of shoes i ordered online last week big day so i have new shoes to show nobody i'm very excited
0: well there you go yeah congratulations thank
1: you they're very squishy and big
0: uh since it is monday of course that does mean rick emerson is going to be joining us here shortly in just a few minutes he's going to be here on the show to talk about what whatever rick emerson wants to talk about i mean that's pretty much what it is like he sent us he's apparently sending us a couple of links to things he's
1: sending me a link and he's made me promise not to look at it so
0: (laughs) i don't know what that means i don't know what it is or what that's going to (laughs) (laughs) imply but there it is uh also so let's i just want to explain something that's that that happened here over the weekend uh for me so you know where we we moved our studio out of our nice studio that was all set up with brand new internet by the way Brand new line, amazing line that we just got, and uh, our our actual studio is perfectly set up. But because of this, naturally, we moved out of our our building temporarily.
1: Of course. So uh, uh, temporary. Well, who, who's to say?
0: Who's to say? Yeah. Still paying rent, but but we did that. You know, we moved here to my house, and we've been kind of you know piecing this together and putting it together as best as we can, uh, given the circumstances. And finally, I was like, well, the internet here just isn't good enough for all of the broadcasting you know, that we want to do, that's not strong enough connection. um, So I guess I got to pay for an upgrade. So that's what I plan to do over this weekend. I've had Xfinity and now I decided to go with, with CenturyLink, which is the only one that has gig fiber internet here in my area, supposedly. So they, they're the only ones that have that. And with that, that would give us enough up just to give you the dumbed down version. It gives us enough upload speed to where we shouldn't ever have any lags or anything like that.
1: OK, what we're doing yeah. Yeah, see, it. It makes it very fast. OK, that, that's easier to understand.
0: Yeah. So that that's essentially it. But they're the only ones that have that. So I had to switch companies. But I, luckily, I was like, OK, but I'm not going to cancel the other one until it's 100 percent installed because I don't want to have any lag. None of us can have lag in Internet right now. Right. That's pretty important for everybody working from home.
1: Oh, well, that's true. Yes. I was like, but in life or just like if you're working from home, then yes.
0: No, for all of us right now, I mean, working from home, you have to have it. Well, you have to have like decent. Almost, almost always. Yeah. Sarah's glaring at me because I'm rolling the sleeves up on my shirt. No, it makes a very
1: weird sound. That's that's all. It It sounded like you were (laughs) just rolling my sleeves up like 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 plastic bags or something.
0: No, no. It's just, just the sleeves. Just rolling them up. It was getting a little warm in here. It is. I was, I was actually
1: Um, curious as to why you're still wearing your button up because it gets Cause so warm in I, here. I came
0: straight from an interview up to here I'm like uh, there's no downtime today so I'm running in here to make sure that I'm ready so I haven't had a chance to actually take off this shirt uh, but regardless so um, with that you know I, I had it scheduled had it scheduled to be installed here over the weekend and this guy shows up and you know it's weird still like right now during all this to have a guy like show up at your door
1: oh yeah Like having to come in, did he have to come inside?
0: He had to come inside and, you know, it's just what had to happen in order to get it done. But it's still kind of a strange, like there's been nobody else here at my house. So it's weird. It was a weird feeling being like, there's a stranger on my doorstep, let alone somebody else, you know, besides uh, you or my roommate, Chris. And I'm like, all right. uh, Okay. Yeah. This is what you got to do. He's here to install. And it was going to take like a few hours to do the install. Because to run the line and all that. But I'm like, okay, this is going to solve a lot of problems for me. So, yes, you know, go ahead and do it and get started. And uh, so he he's running all this stuff, doing whatever they do outside. He gets to the point where he's like, okay, well, you have this one line in, but that's your uh, Comcast line. I can drill another one. Or or what do you want to do? I'm like, well, no, don't don't drill another line. Like, that seems really not efficient
1: is there a lot to it or does it just like another hole well in it's another house?
0: hole in my house that i'd rather not have you ah, know okay. d- yeah to drill another one so i was like no we've already got one like you can go ahead and use that one you know the one the xfinity one that's already coming in because once it's traded out i was gonna have internet within an hour I'm like yeah that's fine so he sliced that line, and then uh and uninstalled that and, and took, you know, sliced the Comcast line in half because that's what he had to do in order to take it out. Wait,
1: he cut the line? Cut the line. You literally like physically slice it, it in took half.
0: A, took a knife and, whoosh, and cut it because he had to use that, that input into the house. And so I'm like, all right, that's fine. If that's what you have to do, you know, cool. Okay. So he does that, installs everything. And keep in mind, this all took about like four or five hours that he was here. Finally gets everything installed. And this is without internet at the house because, you know, he had cut the line. He gets done. I'm like, great. I'm going to have, you know, gig internet. And he says to me, um, yeah, so it turns out that uh, the lines don't connect on the telephone poles to in front of your house. So there's no internet here.
1: Wait, then how was there internet before? There wasn't
0: internet before. Well, CenturyLink's lines, not, yeah. not Comcast's lines. There was no... he. What happened really to boil it down is this guy, apparently the central CenturyLink. link, there's technically a line here in front of my house, but it doesn't connect to the other lines like further down blocks away on their end. Uh-huh. So there is no actual Internet service to the front of my house. So this guy didn't check that before going through this four hours of install and slicing my other line to check just to see if there was Internet here. Wow. He went on and did all of that and then he at the end he goes, "Well, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know, you know, I don't I don't work for them. I'm a contractor. Uh, I'll I'll let them know. They'll have to get some line technician out there to figure that out."
1: So he doesn't even work for the company?
0: He's a contractor apparently for the weekend, but he didn't he, he didn't just,
1: even check it before he No. And I'm like severed the other line. And I'm
0: like, "Well, what about my I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I can't be without internet. He's like, well, you still have Xfinity. I'm like, yeah, but you cut the line. It's like, oh, you just got to take that one off there, and then you know, I saw you had some cable in there. You have to like run it through your window or something, and rehook it up. Uh, probably that would so that would already
1: work. stellar customer service and then the he's like,
0: service yes, and he's like, all right, see you later, and just left. So this dude spent four hours cut my other line and just left. Accomplished nothing. nothing. Accomplished, well, more than nothing. Yeah. You cut off my internet. Wow. That's what happened. And I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, it's so ridiculous. It's almost funny. So I ended up having to spend my Saturday reinstalling my own, like, my Comcast line, like cutting a hole in my, yeah, I had to cut a hole. That's what's going on right here in this room. I had to cut a hole in my uh, screen in order to run a line out and work around. The one that he had already taken. So that is what happened.
1: So did they ever fix the problem? No,
0: no. Are they coming to I fix the problem? I spent hours on customer service lines trying to get somebody to give me a solution here and figure out what's going on. And uh, I got hung up on. I got cut off on their online chat. I never got a resolution until finally today. I, was, I had it going for like an hour and they said maybe May 6th they'll have somebody that could maybe turn it back on, turn on the line that goes goes here to my house. Wow. So that is where I'm at. So aren't you glad you're giving them your money now? I told them, I'm like, you are not getting any, like, because I got this welcome email, welcome to CenturyLink email this morning. I'm like, uh-uh, I am not welcome welcome to CenturyLink. And then the, the customer service was, I see all your problems. Well, thanks for being a loyal customer. I'm like, I am not a loyal customer. <laughs> I'm no. not even a customer yet. Um, but That's where... That's where we're at. So uh, that's what's going on today. Wow. Of note, Carrie says, I can't repair a lawnmower, but awesome at telecom. Uh, actually, I, uh, I repaired my lawnmower this weekend, so I did accomplish something. So I do feel good on that.
1: With a coat hanger and... I fixed it. It's things. no longer a coat okay. hanger. Jesus. <laughs> that thing was like a rolling death trap.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's my story of this, this weekend, of what went on.
1: That sounds like a very exciting weekend. It was,
0: it was something. Wow. I was not a happy person when he just walked off after cutting off the internet. Yeah, the because house.
1: both you and your roommate both work from home and heavily rely on the internet. For yeah, him. your yeah. entire careers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Kind of need just it. Like a
1: little minor. That's not like you just want to, you know, watch some more Pornhub or something. Like you need to get your shit no, done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's like
0: multiple broadcasts that happen out of here, and he's got yes. his job out of here. And, yeah, it kind of need it. Luckily, I had bought a bunch of extra cable and I was able to do that, but I had to fuck up my screen in order to do it, so I highly doubt they're going to buy me a new screen. You
1: should tell them be like, and I would like a new screen.
0: I'll say that, but I'm mm-hmm. kind, of, <laughs> kind of guessing that's not going to happen. Anyway, that's where I'm at. So right now, I'm just happy that we're here. Uh, bottom line is, if you are a live subscriber... Our service could be a little wonky here for a little bit because
1: it's Greg's makeshift um, plug plugging a bunch of cords and things So in.
0: far so good. I've reconnected something that wasn't broke, uh, but uh yeah, we'll have to see see what happens and uh and go from there. Uh, of note, the other broadcast computer is going out too. All right, so anyway, perfect. Yeah, I know. It's a good time. What a
1: great time to right? Have everything happen. But you know what, uh,
0: there's so many other things that are going on that this is like the least things least of concerns, but I just I wanted to uh I wanted to just let everybody know what happened there because that's isn't that ridiculous. That's pretty ridiculous. Isn't it pretty ridiculous? Like, I, like, I don't
1: even know how to like how the internet works very well, but I know that you probably shouldn't cut off one internet before installing <laughs> <know>. another. Well, <laughs> shouldn't there yeah. be a little overlay?
0: Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you have
1: to slice it in order to use the same hole?
0: Yes, that's why. Oh, okay. Which I'm I don't want him drilling another hole into my house. It's you want the least amount of holes possible. That's uh, that's the goal on that. But you know, I didn't want him doing another one. Just drill
1: now, do hole. you regret that you didn't just have him drill another hole?
0: No, because that still wouldn't change. No. I, I would much rather, with the way this guy works, I don't think I want him trying to drill a hole in my house. Maybe get somebody else to do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't think I think that w- could have ended a lot worse than uh, than it did. But, uh, man. Anyway.
1: Yeah, if he's that incompetent, you probably don't want him with power tools. I don't tools, want him with power like tools drilling into my house. house. Yeah.
0: Because I can't fix that that easily if he no. fucks something up there. <laughs> This at least it's a screen. I can get a new screen, but that's uh, that is where we're at, Sarah.
1: Well, good, Greg. And, and then you've had a having... busy morning on top of that.
0: Yes. Well, that's okay. I don't care about that. Yeah. But, uh, just explaining why, why our internet may be a little bit slow. Well. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, should we get uh, Mr. Rick Emerson? I on? think that we should. All right. Let's go ahead and do this. So for everybody who's listening live, you're going to hear the incredible behind the scenes moments where we bring Rick on. Uh, for those of you who are. Uh, not, it's just gonna be like that, it'll be like a flash, and boom, and Rick be will be like, here. And it'll be like, right poof, bam! In your face, just like that. Just like that. Something along those lines. Yeah. Ooh, is this my iced coffee?
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, like, if you're not drinking that, I'm gonna drink that. That stuff's liquid gold.
0: Oh, I'm drinking it. Mm. All right. we'll take a break here. We'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. There I go. All right, through the magic of the internet and the incredible technology that we have working here in our Fun Employment Radio studios, joining us, we have Mr. Rick Emerson. Hello, Rick. Out again,
2: hello
1: Hello to you, good sir How was your uh, wonderful weekend?
2: Uh, That was when? <laughs> I, was I don't know,
1: <laughs> yesterday, I think
2: I have no, yeah, it's just, it's all so vague I can't even tell, I mean, I feel And I've also slipped into that thing where I just uh, I mean, I, I, I just now feel like I'm Making the same three observations every time Which is, boy, I don't know what day it is Yeah. Boy, this seems to be going on forever Even though it's only been six weeks boy people are stupid <laughs> just, you know i mean not so much here as in idaho oh, but
1: she's louise oh, i yeah. have my friend's sister lives in idaho and she's one of the crazy people and she's mm-hmm. always posting stuff and she's like i'm so proud of my state like that's the accent in my mind that she talks like
2: <laughs> in it's idaho just,
1: oh in idaho yeah i mean and she just <laughs> oh i wish i could say her name because it's like the most appropriate idaho like who is crazy- this my uh, one of my good friend's sisters, you know, who.
0: oh, you have shown me some of these posts.
1: Yes, yes. She's just batshit. And yeah. Uh, yeah, Idaho in particular is the special
2: Idaho. Idaho is let's be clear. Idaho is a sort of honorary slave state. I mean, it's you know, it really is. I mean, it's not in the south, but it's kind of in the south. I absolutely
1: what, I mean, agree. Yeah. Going yeah. like spending time in Coeur d'Alene, like when I was in uh, going go to WSU and seeing yeah. some of the people there.
0: It's not all like that, though. Not all of Idaho is that. I'm defending Idaho now, mm-hmm. but there I mean, is a lot of it.
2: I, Idaho, it, in my experience, anyway, because I used to I used to live in Spokane, which is just right over the border from Idaho. Oh, that's true. And, you do have a lot um, of experience there. And, well, it's just you know, and of course, and I grew up in Tri Cities, which is like just over the border from Moscow, Idaho. And so, so there was a lot of like anyway, and it's Idaho to me anyway is a little bit like it's actually a little bit like Oregon and Utah in the sense that. Oregon has Portland, which is, you know, a very, I mean, very blue city and it's very different than the rest. Like once you get outside of Portland, like the further you get from Portland, like the more and more red it gets. And like, you know, the more and more like the words liberty and freedom and eagle start to show up or whatever. And, you know, and, and Utah's the same way where there's like Salt Lake where Salt Lake is actually relatively speaking. Salt Lake is actually a fairly progressive place, and you know they elected a Democratic mayor while I was there, and whatever. But of course, the instant you get out of Salt Lake, it's like, I mean, they're just like banjo twangers, you know. And so mm-hmm. um, the and Idaho's the same way because Coeur d'Alene is beautiful. Coeur d'Alene is just like a stunningly beautiful place, except for the Nazis, you know. And so that <laughs> sort of yeah. That the, uh, the natural beauty a little
1: bit. It does kind of put a damper on the scapegoat a little bit. You know, yeah. yeah. Or on the... I mean...
2: Yeah, the like, landscape. Yeah. Landscape, yeah. thank
1: you. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> yeah. God. I need coffee. Jesus.
2: And then, like, you get into, like, there's a place called Medellin Falls in in Idaho, and it's, like, where it's just, like, a bunch of dudes, like, behind, who live, like, in a compound, and they, you know, and they... It's never a camp, it, which is clearly what it is. It's like some grown... It's like some weird World War II cosplay for grown men, but they, but you know... <laughs> But they call it a compound, and there's some dude that's like the grand leader, and whatever. And it's, you know, and it's just, you sort of like just think, well, this is a great state being wasted on <laughs> just these yokels, you know? And so it's, anyway.
1: I saw the best um, nickname for those guys: Cause
2: Cos... That's... Fe- wait, Cosplatriots. That's awesome. Cos- that's play-triots. pretty great.
1: I saw it when, like, it was all those, you know, like, fucking idiots with their machine guns that, you know, standing on, you know, the Capitol steps and everything. And someone's like, oh, look, they're cause patriots. Cos- I'm like, oh, that is, like, a genius play on words. <laughs>
2: it's just... I mean, I, I will... I mean, yeah, there's... Well, anyway, I won't get off and do a whole thing. But, yeah, I mean... I'm not trying to tar everybody in Idaho with the same brush. But also, but here's the... Let me just also say this. (laughs) On the the non-Nazi tip, people from Idaho cannot fucking drive. Every time... (laughs) No, seriously. Every time, like, in the Northwest, if I'm behind someone on the highway and they're going, like, 20 miles under the speed limit, I don't even need to check. But I just look at the license plate. I'm like, yep, Idaho. There's just some, like, they can't go the speed limit. It's like... I don't know. It's like Goontown. They're just... They're incapable of finding the accelerator for some reason. So, I mean... Again, there's a lot to recommend that state if you just sort of, you know, ignore all the bipeds there. So it's, you know, whatever. No offense.
1: <laughs> no offense <laughs> to, to anyone in Idaho. Unless this, you know, describes you, then.
2: I offense just, around. I you know, I just, it's a very, living in Spokane is a strange thing because you're in Spokane, which is, I feel like everything I say, I feel like I'm just being at, like in dick mode today. So I I apologize. I'm just, I feel like a little loopy, but it's, uh, which is the fourth thing I say every week. Um, but uh, but in Spokane, it's like Spokane is not a bad place. But at least when I lived there, it was sort of a beige place. It was just you know there was not a lot. It wasn't right. bad, but it wasn't great. It was just sort of a big strip mally kind of kind of not interesting suburb or whatever. But then it was bordered by Idaho, which as we've said is a sort of many textured place. And then also it was just filled with Canadians all the time. And so it was like a really it was a really strange sort of confluence of cultures, uh, you know, in in Spokane. So.
1: Hours. I always just thought of it as a big city when I was going to school in Spokane. Yeah, oh, cause yeah, because that's, cause that's yeah. where you would go. That's yeah. where we drive like the hour to go to the to the mall, and then maybe have some dinner at the Red Robin there.
0: Yeah, afterwards. yeah, it
1: was very exciting. Well, everything can oh, be no, a wait. big
0: city depending on where you. I mean, Albany, Oregon, was the big city for me growing up. <laughs> <laughs> if
2: that says. Oh anything. yeah, no. When I when I grew up, I was like you know when I was growing up in Kennewick, I was like. I was like, well, you know, Seattle, like Seattle seemed like so big that it was almost out of reach or whatever. But I I was like, you know, I thought, oh, you know, but Spokane will be the interstitial, you know, Spokane will be the step between Kennewick and Seattle. Because Spokane is a big city, but it's not quite Seattle big or whatever. And so it's, uh, you know, but the weird thing about living in Spokane is that it was just such a, and maybe it's different, but it was just such a completely um, like featureless (laughs) <laughs> plays but I remember almost nothing about living there I remember almost nothing that happened to me I, re- I don't remember anything about what it looks like I don't you know like sometimes you remember certain streets or you remember like I had to go back there a few years ago for some reason or whatever and I, I didn't rec- recognize or remember anything I didn't recognize any like it made no impression on me whatsoever not good or bad it was just sort of it was just like, you know what Spokane is? It's the last thing I'll say because now I feel like I'm just spending way too much time. Hey, go you for never for know what we're going to talk about on here. So uh, Spokane is just like a big glass of warm water. That's what it is.
1: I could see that.
2: Yeah. So
1: That's okay. Every- a
2: big glass of warm water. That <laughs> yeah, needs to be on the hot license water, plates. Not cold water. Not flavored. Yeah. Just a nice temperature Tempidly. glass of water.
0: <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Kind well- of like Kevin kept- Costner. Wait.
0: What? Like. What? Wait. Kind of like, yeah, Kevin Costner is the same way. There's some I of Kevin Costner, though. Sarah and I have talked about this. That we I we do have love an me affinity. Some Kevin Costner. I mean, I admit, I I still like Waterworld. I may be one of the only ones that ever did, but Waterworld and the Postman. I mean, I like a good post-apocalyptic Kevin Costner. I think is
2: what well, it comes down to. There's something wrong with Kevin Costner. He's a, you know what Kevin Costner is. He's a perfectly pleasant actor. <laughs> he is just kind you of know, there. Not you know, there's not a... Like, I was thinking about this. So here's the thing that happens in my head. Uh, there's actually two different versions of this. Boy, you know, I'm already just tired of hearing myself talk about bullshit. Um, but <laughs>
1: We're not. Keep going. why
2: <laughs> so I quit doing a show. is like, as I would talk, I would <laughs> hear this voice in my head going, shut up. No one cares.
1: Oh, my God. Stop. I hear that voice, too, sometimes. I'm just like, your voice is so... Especially when I'm listening back to myself, I'm like, your voice is so annoying. Why don't you get punched in the face? Wow.
2: <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> um uh well i have this so i so i have this thing where it's like there's uh like there's i can never tell the difference between amy adams and amy ryan for one thing uh, like and it's been explained to me like i can have photos of them and it's like yeah. i can never tell them apart Wait,
1: which one's amy and
2: and ryan <laughs> see this is what i'm saying so one of them was in uh Jesus, see, now, of course, I'm not going to be able to tell you because I can't ever tell them apart. Oh, okay, uh, that's Amy Wright. She was in The Office. Well, no, they were both in The Office See, points. that's what I'm saying. So it fucks with you that way, too. The, so one of them was in Gone Baby Gone and and like and The Wire. She was B.D. Russell in The Wire. Yes, uh, that's Amy Wright. And, and one of them was in The Wrestler. Um, That's Amy Adams. And, and also Spotlight. And I think that's Amy Adams, maybe. <laughs> and one was in Gone Baby Gone, possibly. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I think Amy Adams was... But, but now it's further complicated because the character's name is Amy, so it's all kinds of fucked up. But here's, but the thing about this is, is this is an updated version of a thing that's plagued me for years, which is that Jeff Daniels, William Hurt, and William Daniels, uh, I can never... Wait, hold on. Jeff Daniels, William Hurt, William Daniels, and then there's like a fourth one in there somewhere. Okay. Oh wait, who's the guy that plays uh, uh, the Big Lebowski? Or no, not, the you know, the, the guy who plays the... Oh, that's uh, Jeff
1: Go, Jeff Bridges. Uh, Jeff Bridges. Yeah,
2: Jeff Bridges. He's so the four, so William Daniels, Jeff Hurt, William Daniels, Jeff Bridges. I can never tell any of them fucking apart. <laughs> oh, like I have to take like an hour. <laughs> and and here's the thing. But here's the thing about that. If you think about um, if you think about William Hurt, who you know was in, like in Children of a Lesser God, and he was in um, um, The Big Chill. Uh, you know and he's just sort of you know he's in broadcast news he's just like a very well respected like or if you think about him or if you think about Jeff Daniels Kevin Costner could play any of those roles like they're all just the same right. kind of all came in the same white guy mold all of them like yeah Kevin Costner and you know and Jeff Bridges especially it's like they just it's I, it was like there was a factory somewhere just churning out white guys that looked exactly <laughs> they all look like golfers even if they're not
1: <laughs> oh.
0: yeah I could see that I could definitely
2: see I that I do
1: love me some oh, Jeff a little Bridges, bit of though, a beard I- I fell in love with him quite a bit when I watched Crazy Heart for the first time.
0: I do love Nick Bridges; he oh, is great. Yes, right, but yes, I can see how they're but interchangeable. The William, yeah,
1: I can see like the William Hurt that Kevin Costner. Totally I can't even big picture big. what
0: William Hurt looks like. I'm looking to be at honest. him right now.
1: Like I, I, I kept thinking that he was the audiobook narrator for like Mr. Mercedes. Who was uh, no, that that's, one?
2: That's Will Patton. That's Will Patton. Okay, yeah.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, by
2: the way, so here's a thing. So, I, a, I'm halfway through um, the Outsider, the <gasps> audiobook. What do you think? Well, it's no, it's good. It's I mean, I you know, it's Stephen King. Of course, yeah. it's uh, again. Yeah, it, yeah. It's I mean, Stephen King. Even when it's you know, I I mean, even a Stephen King book that is not like a knockout is still great because he's just such a great storyteller. And Will Patton is a fantastic audiobook narrator. I mean, he's just exceptional. So good. Um, uh, I knew I realized like the levels of my nerdality like a couple years ago when I started to. I think I mentioned this last time actually that I I was watching Better Call Saul. And at one point, I was like, oh, my God, it's audiobook narrator Dennis Butzakaris, who, like, had some role <laughs> on that show. But also when I was watching The Good Wife, because I was a huge fan of The Good Wife, and Will Patton had, like, an ongoing role late late in that series. And I didn't recognize him at first. I didn't know who what he looked like. And so he started to speak. And as soon as he spoke, I was just like, like oh, my God, it's Bill Hodges and Holly Gibney somehow. What's yes. happening yes. in my head? Oh, but my God. Was, also, to tie this –
0: to tie yeah. this all back in, Will Patton, the bad guy in The Postman with Kevin Costner.
1: Oh, boy. Really?
0: Yeah. He's Whoa. he's like the okay. former copy salesman that becomes like the... He's like a the, really uh, good
1: bad guy because he yeah. was like the... he was. I can't remember, because Rick, I know this is one of your favorite movies, Inventing the Abbots, because you thought all the girls were hot. Uh,
2: well, I mean, it's not one of my favorite movies so much as I was just a fan of... Uh, of the, I was just a fan of, of the ladies. Uh, the, of the ladies in that film, yes.
1: Yeah, because he was the creepy dad in that, right?
2: Maybe. That's possible i'm
1: pretty sure because i remember seeing him when i was younger play a creepy role and i think it was inventing the abbots and then he always just kind of weirded me out because it kind of colors Wait, you when you're
2: inventing the abbots was that jennifer Connolly or who was in that jennifer Connolly,
1: Liv tyler
2: yeah so it's uh, like a yeah.
1: phoenix billy crudup
2: yeah so that's yeah i uh so that was um because that was right. Because in my head, just as I, just as I lumped like William Hurt and Jeff Daniels and dah, 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 together, there was this period of time where it was like um, Liv Tyler, uh, Jennifer Connelly, and then that that actress um, who I, sort of vanished. I think Thora Birch from um, Oh yeah,
1: oh yeah. I was a <laughs> yeah.
2: big fan of Thora Birch uh, in that era. But they all sort of again, those actresses all kind of came out of that same mold for a while. It was sort of like in the mid 90s like everybody was sort of like Parker Posey even if they weren't.
1: Mhm. So I just saw Thora Birch in a um a Lifetime movie. I, uh, by the way, Rick, thank you for asking him on my 41st Lifetime movie. And it was <laughs> called uh, The Pregnancy Pact where she's like a like a the tough on the streets reporter like trying to figure out like you know, find the behind the scenes of why these high school girls are all trying to get pregnant at the same time. It's so embarrassing and so wonderful.
2: I just in case I know you're going to ask this about Un- Untamed Heart or is that uh philo hush mustn't sorry <laughs> all right, he's just he's trying to alert me to something or other yes to win There's danger something outside <laughs> seriously mustn't all right is that what you uh, say to be quiet mustn't i yeah which i don't know where that came from i just oh no it's you know where it is here's what a dork i am saying mustn't came from um the second bridget jones novel is it the edge of reason or Edge of Sanity, or whatever. Oh, Edge the, of
1: Reason, yeah.
2: Edge of Reason. And it was because she was, it was because Bridget Jones was on the phone with her friend. Uh, I forget, like, um, um, who? she was on the phone with one of her friends. And as she's, and so Bridget Jones is trying to talk to her friend, but the friend is like, her attention is divided between Bridget and, like, her, like, three year old daughter who's, like, just a terror and is just doing stuff. And so, so there's the transcript of Bridget Jones talking to her friend, and the friend is like, well, yeah, Bridge, no, totally, that'd be fab. No, 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 mustn't, mustn't, mummy will smack. <laughs> <laughs> so the mustn't, mummy will smack is just, and so I just shortened that to mustn't, and so that's just a thing that I don't you even know. You don't realize. say
1: the mummy will smack, how peculiar.
2: <laughs> no, that would just be weird.
0: <laughs> I like the mustn't. I really
2: want to hear that out in public, though, so
0: hearing yes. that, mummy will smack.
2: <laughs> yes. Well, and then there's a, uh, actually in The Shining, which I read uh, for the first time a couple years ago, there's... Like at, at toward the end of the book when Jack Torrance is totally – his cheese is totally like slipped off his cracker and he's just running around the overlook and whatever. And it's – and he's running down to the basement because like the shit's about to like, you know – Gets get real, and he's running in there, and he's totally insane, and he's clutching an axe, and he's just running down the stairs going, Must, mustn't, mustn't, mustn't! <laughs> so like, which, which I just laughed out loud at, which is probably not what Stephen King intended. But.
1: <laughs> okay, well, I love it. Mustn't.
0: That's going through my head now. That's going to be part of my episode, All right, that's going to be
1: the name of this mustn't. episode today. <laughs> How would you even spell that? M-U-S-N apostrophe T? Yeah, there you go. Yes.
0: Can't.
2: Yes. Must. Must. Mustn't.
0: All right. Oh yeah. It all ties in there. It all ties in there somehow. Rick, I know you sent us a couple of links as well.
2: Yes. Yes, I did, Greg. What
0: a great (laughs) segue, Greg. Thank you. It was a great way. Yes.
2: (laughs) So I. So I'll say just like at the outset here, I will say that uh, uh, these. There's nothing. These. These are safer work. Uh, You know. There's nothing. There's nothing unsafe for work about these. And these are not. These are not uh, 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 explicit. They're not. You know, like death photos. There's nothing like. You know, these aren't bad photos in the traditional sense. Like, there's nothing, like, bloody or cruel or whatever about these photos. They're just unsettling photos of things that probably most people don't find unsettling. In other words, most people would probably look at these and be like, just a photo. But Sarah, for example... Rick, it uh,
1: better not be fucking eels on fingertips.
2: No, no, it's not.
1: <laughs> okay, you know what I'm talking about. No, that about. would...
2: No, that would... No, that would officially be gross. These are not gross. Okay, Um. okay. So, uh... So... If you want to, uh, are these posted or I don't know? With nope, right. uh, for those
0: of okay for people who are watching live right now, we'll post it into the chat. but if you're listening to the podcast, we'll post these links in the episode on the website. So just go to funemploymentradio.com. radio.com. going to copy. And we'll have and paste the two the links there. Link. We'll just say link one and link two, so you can play
2: along and nothing will get spoiled for you at that yes. time. And, All right,
1: should I post the first link? And I haven't clicked on it. Uh, yeah,
2: so go ahead. Yeah, so click on the first link, which is an example of what I'm talking about. Okay, and then we'll. And then we'll sort of move on from from there.
1: Oh no, I don't like. All right,
2: that. I'm going to take a look at this mm-hmm. link as well. I right, don't Let uh, sure Let's see here. This is coming yeah. from Reddit. It oh
0: yeah, sense. that is unnerving.
2: Okay, so you're looking. Yeah. Okay, so that's okay. So you're seeing this thing right here, which is. uh Wait, hold on. What is, uh See, I think I may have now. I may have clicked on the wrong one. Well, I'm taking a look here with the with the lake. Going brilliantly, yes. Okay, so yeah, okay. so we're looking at a thing, uh, yes, yeah. so you're looking at this photo, Lake Berry, and now here's the thing, that's a real photo, that's not photoshopped, Are you that's serious? not fake. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is, that is not fake, that is a real thing, that is an actual, real photo uh, that is not altered or doctored or, or you know, photoshopped in any way. Uh, so, as a fun fact, by the way, just as a, in case you're not Thank freaked you. out enough by this, so... This is located in a place in California called Lake Berryessa, which is where some of the Zodiac murders happened. So don't think about that. Um, So so here's the deal with this. Go ahead and click on the second link, if you will. So to
0: describe this too, just it's a picture of a lake with a giant like sinkhole
2: in the middle of it. It's as though someone pulled the plug. Yeah. If the lake was a giant bathtub and someone pulled the plug and everything is swirling down to hell or wherever.
1: What is it? What is that? Okay. So
2: I swear to God, and I'm not just saying this. I swear to God, there's some technical term for it, but the casual term for this is glory hole. That is just what it's called. Okay. Um, (laughs) But it is – now, you can find photos of these when the water is at a lower level. And so what it is is apparently a lot of lakes – to prevent and it's exactly the same function as a lot of those those like little holes at the top of your sink serve. It is to keep the lake when it when there's a lot of runoff or a lot of flooding, it's to keep the lake from rising to the level where or, or run over onto the highway. And so they have built these gigantic um drains into the middle of lakes and apparently this is like in a lot of places all over the country, maybe all over the world, where lakes have these gigantic drains that are concrete holes in the middle of the lake. Now, most of the time, most of the time, if you were in that lake, it would actually look like you were in the lake and it would look like there was like a grain silo or a smokestack or something sort of sticking out of the lake. In other words, it would it would rise far above the water level. But if the water gets high enough, that's what this is for. The water gets high enough that it actually rises above this sort of big tube that's in the middle of the lake, and it the lake drains oh, down to an appropriate level. But, of course, that means that while it's draining – it's just terrifying Yeah, because there's just a gigantic suck hole in the middle of the Girl. lake. So my thing is, imagine, like, just kayaking along, and, like, that's a thing you see.
1: Rick, you know that this is the stuff I'm afraid of, and I saw your second picture, and I don't know exactly what it was supposed to be, but I saw the title of it.
2: Uh, so let's see. what's the So the second link is if i it is so i didn't know this reddit of course introduces you to all kinds of concepts that you never knew existed one of them is a thing called (laughs) submechanophobia which is a thing that i don't know that i actually have a full-on phobia about this but it creeps creeps me the hell out
1: you and i've talked about this at length don't you remember like for oh sarah definitely
2: has this we've talked about this before like so that's one of those things where it's like you know now i will not suffer alone it is because Sarah and I share this thing of we're being, we're we and obviously other people, of we're weirded out by things that should not be underwater being underwater.
1: I have those nightmares. That's, and, in, that's like a recurring thing that happens sometimes in my dreams if I'm having a scary one. And I'll, like, I'll be swimming in water, and I'll look below me, and I can see, like, houses or,
2: like... Yeah. Or, or, or yeah.
1: something. Like, it's just so... Dear God. So there is a
2: whole subreddit. It is just reddit.com slash r slash submechanophobia, and... It is nothing but photos of man-made things under the water or things, or the opposite, or things that are supposed to be under the water that have been, like, exposed by, like, you know, you know, a drought or whatever. Oh, I can't even
1: look at it. Uh, it's freaking me out, actually.
2: There so, is actually one if you scroll down further, which, and it's like, I'm, and it's like, even as it's freaking me out, I keep scrolling. I don't know why. Like, I have no explanation for why my brain which, is, like, is it like the scrolling. big floating
1: ball thing that the people are sitting on?
2: Because I don't yeah. like that. I, is that the one? Uh, well, there's one that's like a there's one that's like a submarine, that and thing. the submarine is partially above water and partially not, and the camera is at water level, so you see below and above, and there's a bunch of sailors like sitting on top of that it. That is
1: exactly the one that I'm talking about. I looked at that, and I, that's when I closed it. That's freaks. Okay. Me that would freaks know, you please, out. I, it makes me so uncomfortable. Huh. Here's- uh,
2: if you scroll down further which i'm not saying you have to do to. There is one where it literally is like like an old country cabin that is just sitting on the bottom of a lake somewhere fuck you I mean, all
1: right i need to look <laughs> 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 okay is it on the it's on the same thing all right hang on
2: uh one of the, i didn't i didn't send you that link but i will say that um uh, uh i i forget what the third link is um the third link, I mean, it's undoubtedly something hideous. Oh, the third link is a swing set that's underwater. That's freaky. Oh um, no!
1: Why am I? Why first... am I looking at this? All right, stop. All right, See, three. Okay, that's, I spent
2: like twelve minutes going through this thing, freaking myself out. Here's the best part, though: is the final link that I sent oh, you no. is actually so hideous, it's sort of hilarious. A diver, and I think they actually give his name. A diver, just to like fuck with people. There's apparently some guy. His name is like Doug Doug Klein. I think is his name, maybe. But his deal is. He goes around, I swear to you this is true, and there's a photo of it, he goes around the country dropping life-size statues of Jason Voorhees to the bottom of the <laughs> That's, that's wonderful. Right? I mean, it's sort of. Oh, it's my
1: so God, that's amazing.
2: It's kind of great, even though it's like the worst thing you could possibly do. <laughs> Like, imagine just being some guy. You're like, well, my first day scuba diving. Um, Yeah. Local (laughs) diver Doug Klein dropped a life-size statue of Jason Voorhees in Lake Louise, Minnesota, and apparently now is doing it everywhere. And so here's the best part, is that the first one dropped at Lake Louise, Minnesota, again, it's a full-size, realistic statue of Jason Voorhees at the bottom of a fucking lake, right by, (laughs) wait for it, a scuba diving school. (laughs) So by definition, it's people who are not used to doing this, are just barely <laughs> getting their feet wet, if you will, and then you know they're like, "Well, here's my first day. I can't wait to see ex- my new, the exciting life. You know, venturing into the undersea world of fuck." You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember. I love this. I remember uh, in
1: AI. Do you remember that when all of New York yeah. is under? That scared me more than like most horror movies did, just that all that underwater.
0: Holy I'm, I'm looking at this one comment just on that, and it's the perfect description. Doug Klein is a horrible person.
2: That's just... The- <laughs> <laughs> but it's, like, so horrible that I'm kind of, like, well done. You oh, well, so, for you. so oh, yeah, well that, done.
1: That's the picture for the show today, by the way. I <laughs> <didn't
0: see
2: that. laughs> so I think we discovered this, because I remember years and years ago, uh, when we were doing the radio show, at some point, there was some guy who called, I don't even know why how we got onto this, but some guy called and I think it was a thing where like neither Sarah or I realized that this was a thing that freaked us out, but a guy called and he was like telling some story about how he was like scuba diving. And I don't know if it was like in a quarry or in a lake or whatever, but he was like scuba diving. And he said like, as he got like further down or whatever, like, there was like this thing it looming out of the murk or whatever and the upshot was that like somebody there was just somehow like a full on like gigantic construction crane sitting on the floor of the whatever Fuck
1: that. Yeah.
2: and i remember at that point yeah at that point i was like we're done we're going to the murk. I, I remember
1: exactly what, that was when we were working for enercom on max narn turn i yeah. i remember specifically because i didn't realize that i had a phobia until that construction crane in the bottom of yeah. a bog story thing oh man no. i don't
2: even know how I sort of found this subreddit because heard thing wasn't looking for it um but that but that picture of that whatever that glory hole drain thing my I just can't imagine being on a lake and then suddenly i mean you would probably think you were hallucinating or having yeah. a meltdown or that you discovered a hell mouth or something
1: Has anyone ever been sucked into it did you, did you That's what I know, Sarah,
2: that's all I think about what with rats, that. Sarah.
1: Yeah, Oh, Sarah. god uh,
2: apparently um uh, so apparently <sighs> they're designed so that like, waterfowl and wildlife and whatever can just go in, and they get, like, thrown out the other end whenever it drains, and they're fine. Humans, eh. Apparently, uh, I mean, if you're really asking, apparently there was some unfortunate soul who was—this is so This is so awful.
1: Oh, no. She was,
2: she was like, just out—I mean, it, it just sounds like the beginning of every, like, terrible—she was—like, j- Bill Curtis is just—she was out for what she thought would be an ordinary swim. <laughs> and then— Suddenly, the lake just like a hole opens in the lake into the middle of the earth or whatever, and just starts draining down to where the Morlocks live. And she's, and I, I guess she, you know, it ended badly. Let's just.
0: Say oh
1: that. man! Like, where
0: does it even go? Like, you drain a lake, where do you drain a
2: lake to? Well,
1: Rick said there was an out, so, like that. yeah, but where does it go out? out
2: but where? I think it goes. I, as I understand it, I think it there's. It's like it. So it's like a giant vertical concrete pipe. It's like a huge water pipe that is like stood on end, into the lake. And when the lake gets to a certain level, it drains down into this pipe. And then the pipe, it like think it feeds into the into the whatever the nearest like water treatment plant is. And then it gets basically the water gets rerouted to some other part of the state or whatever where where it's not overflowing. Okay. And you know, and so, but that's going to be an unpleasant journey if you're, you know, <laughs> anyone but a duck.
1: Oh my god! So, how did you? I, I would like to know how how you discovered these. Like, I, how I did it start? How did it begin? I,
2: I think. <laughs> I, I mean, I honestly think that I, I think I may have just. I mean, truthfully, I could have been just looking at the Zodiac killer because, like I said, Lake Zeri- Lake Berryessa is where like uh, or Barriosa is. So, if you've seen Zodiac, it's um, there's that <sighs> Zodiac is one of those movies that. Feels I mean there's almost no violence in that movie, but it feels like it's have violence happening all the time, um and so but it's where the the guy and his date are down by the lake and they get tied up and then the Zodiac is like give me your keys or whatever and then he just stabs them, mm-hmm. um so that's it's there but at some point anyway somebody was like oh my god check out this photo from Lake Berryessa this place is fucked and like I looked at that and of course then immediately it's that thing of like you don't want to know but you have to know I
1: can't stop looking at it like it's
2: it, it's real that's it's, the that's the crazy, crazy thing real. is how real is that it's real yeah it's completely terrifying so I thought I would immediately share that with uh, with you and, and everyone and why is it right by the road like that
1: yeah why couldn't it be in the middle
2: I mean maybe I guess well, it's easier to build there but I mean just to terrify everybody who's driving by but I mean the thing is what's more ter- I mean there's no right answer what's yeah. more terrifying Having it by like the highway that's on the on the on the cliffside, so you're driving. It's a beautiful day in the country. Let's go to the. Oh my God! And then it just looks like hell is opening up. Or in the middle of the lake. That's true. Yeah. And also, there's that's... like no railing around it. There's no guardrail around because you're right. God, that is. Now, that it, now it's make making it. me says, under. Yeah,
1: Why would there not be a guardrail? Because it's not like that's going to hinder the water. Like.
2: I, yeah, I think like every third comment on Reddit is like the fuck. Why is there no railing? You know. So it's yeah, just like yeah.
1: And also, after you bring that up, you're correct. I think it might be better to actually have it in clear view instead of just having it like surprise in the middle of the lake. Let's my go water
2: skiing. Is, like, yeah. Geez. So I so I, so two things. One, my thing is like you know the Rod Serling of the Twilight Zone. You know, he always talked about one of his constant uh sort of um um, themes was the fear of the unknown working on you the unknown that you can't share with anybody else and so that's a common thing in horror movies you know sometimes it's just that they don't believe you but sometimes it's like that you see the thing and you have like no way to explain to people what it is or no one else you know whatever you're on your own and so my thing is like imagine if you're just like in a plane flying over california on your way to wherever and you look down and there's just a giant hole in the middle of a lake draining to nowhere <laughs> that would unnerve oh, you it would be like stewardess and then like it would be good. and so so there's that you know and, and that that then brings me to this so i mentioned that i was i'm about halfway through the the audiobook of the outsider after which i will watch the series um uh i did note by the way that in the outsider one of the characters mentions being a big fan of that show ozark um or the Ozarks, or whatever it is, um, mm-hmm. which stars Jason Bateman, who actually stars in The Outsider. Um, yes. And
1: also, there's another character in Ozark who's yeah, also actor, in The Outsider. Is... Yeah. So yeah. they must be buddies because there's another main character who's in both.
2: So I'm like halfway through The Outsider, and at one point, there's a thing that happens, and this is not—I guess it's not a spoiler because it's not a huge—if I—I mean, I, it's not going to ruin the book for anybody. But there's a there's a thing that happened in The Outsider that mirrors a thing that happened to uh, a girl I knew in high school. And it is a thing that happened to her that I, I like I I didn't know her when it happened. I she told me about it years later. I don't have any firsthand experience with it, but it's one of those things that she told me and it just like stay with me. Uh, you know, it's like 30 years later and it's still in my head. She she told me the story once where she said that when she was like nine or ten years old, she said she was like asleep in her bedroom or whatever, just minding, minding her own business as one does. She's just sleeping away, and she's like, in something, she's like, something, I shouldn't even laugh, I don't know why I'm laughing. She's like, something woke her up, and she looks over, and she's like, just in her little suburban bedroom at night. She's like 10 years old, she hears something, she wakes up, she looks over, and there's like a guy standing in her bedroom. And she sees him, and she like, she sits up, and she sees this guy standing in her bedroom, and the most terrifying part is, the guy just looks over at her. Puts his fingers to his lips and just goes, shh. Jesus What the Christ. fuck? And then, like, doesn't make any noise, doesn't even seem upset. Just shh. And then, shh, you know, and then she just, like, puts her head under the covers and, like, stays there for, like, nine hours or whatever. And it's it's actually the fact that he was so calm and polite about, you know, telling her to shh. That, like, just she told me that and I was like, well, I'm never going to forget that. Yeah, like, Jesus. that'll be the last thing I remember in the nursing home. Oh. So. Wow.
1: Well, shoot! I'm sorry. Like that, it always just flies by whenever we have you on. Because yeah, Greg has to get to another interview. Mm.
0: Well, yeah, well, but I, I just, mean, now I'm sorry. I'm just stuck I'm thinking just about unnerved. this. I'm, I'm unnerved. Yes, as well, thinking about some guy going shh
2: in the bedroom. That's, no, I'm just okay. still
1: thinking about the hole and the lake.
2: That too. But can I? But can I just say this? This really wasn't my intention. But can I say, look at the at the bare minimum, at the very least, can I say that now? Even myself, for though I've gone now 32 minutes without thinking about the goddamn coronavirus, so that's a plus. There you go,
1: Rick. You're truly a gift. That is <laughs> that is very <laughs> accurate. Actually, now I'm just one of freaking here.
2: dread with another.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think all I think of is yeah, sucky holes in lakes and things underwater that should not be.
2: Sucky holes in lakes. There you oh. go.
1: That's
0: You're
2: welcome, it. everybody.
1: <laughs> we love you, so, Rick. So you make Mondays ev- better.
2: Yes. Well, thank you. Do what Rick. I can. Everybody's uh, got to do their part these days.
1: Well, thank you. You're doing yours.
0: Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Of course, hit subscribe, share the show, terrify your friends. Um, and Dear God. <laughs> there's so much to think about. So many nightmares that will be happening tonight. But, um, thank but you, Rick. hey. We can't and, wait yeah. to see
1: what, you, uh, what fresh the hell you bring us next week.
2: Oh, I'm, I'm already looking. <laughs> uh, quick check. Have you watched the movie? Uh, which the oh the untamed heart yeah. untamed heart next week Rick Emerson uh, talking about we'll untamed heart it. <laughs> I don't know it's, uh, yeah no I'm my goal is to have it watched by next week
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> sounds good we we believe you All
2: right, thank you everybody for tuning in
0: we'll be back tomorrow with more fun employment radio
1: <laughs> com thanks Rick <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, yeah bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs>